And here we go. 10-10 on the dot. How about Whoa. that for all of our East Coast viewers? Welcome into Smack Talk here on the Sports Kita Wrestling Facebook page and the WrestleBench by Sports Kita YouTube channel. Rick Uchino, SP3, and Bill Apter joining us again well, this week. The legend you. Bill Apter joining us again. I, I, I'm a legend in my own mind. I always say that, like Captain Lou Albano. And I um, want to give a little bit of an update. Uh, Dutch, as you know, is not in this spot again this week and he's graciously allowed me once again to uh sit in for him and i want to thank all the people that sent these wonderful comments in but no matter what your comments are i'm staying until he gets back right guys yes, absolutely absolutely yes. <laughs> yes. all right but you are you are in and you know hey if you just want to stick around even after he's back you know yeah, well, well well listen to those those checks you've been sending have been unbelievable i, I was able to get I was able to get a new pack of my fruit adventure Tic Tacs. So the money, the money has been good. Hey, listen, I know there's usually when Dutch is here, there's a format to follow, but I want to, I want to start off with something a little off format. Okay. Unscripted, so to say. Oh, which is, a great show that, which is a great show that Dr. Chris Featherstone and I do Tuesday nights live right here on WrestleBinge. Cheap plug, cheap pop. Let's go. It's it. What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. I know. What did you say now? No, I, I said, I said, cheap plug, cheap pop. Let's go, baby. Cheap plug. I thought you said something else. All oh, right. no, 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 no. No, it wasn't cheap. Remember, I had to send you that money that you. Sent oh, yeah, me? yeah, yeah. We we just anyway, sent so, text back and forth between each other. <laughs> so tonight, uh, on Friday night SmackDown, we saw an extended segment from CM Punk, and you know he's still not sure whether he's going to go to Raw. Or he's going to go to SmackDown or, or maybe NXT. NXT. However, here's my question. For the women's division, do you think that AJ Lee, his lovely wife, might be romanced to come back and be given the same situation, Raw, SmackDown, or NXT? I, for one think that the fans now that punk is back and everybody knows his wife is aj lee not aj styles as some people thought as he said last week he said aj says hi um but i think that this would be a great angle to do where aj lee goes through the same process that her husband cm punk goes through It'd be very compelling with him, you know, kind of, kind of advising her. Well, maybe, you know, SmackDown. Well, I don't know. Maybe, you know, the two of them just trying to decide. What do you two think about that storyline? Rick? I would love to see AJ Lee back in WWE. I'd love to see her back in a wrestling ring, period. She was in, uh, she was cast as a wrestler in season two of Heels, which some network better freaking pick up for season three after it was inexplicably canceled by stars uh fantastic show but if, if you're somebody like myself who has been missing aj lee in a wrestling ring for the past decade now uh go watch heel season two because just just getting to see her do a little bit of something inside of a wrestling yeah. ring again was spectacular and yes. it, it gave me all the feels and it made me fall in love with her all over again. And I want to see her back. I want to see her back in the ring and I want to see her against the Becky Lynch's of the world and the Charlotte flares and the Bailey's and uh, the Bianca Belair's, you know, she, there's so much talent that is here now that I want to see how she could stack up against 
And I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but hell yes, I would love to see it happen, especially, and we'll dive into this, with CM Punk's first big, uh, you know, rivalry looking like it's going to be Seth Rollins coming out of the gate here and heading into WrestleMania season. My God, if there was ever a time to do a, a husband and wife tag team match, AJ Lee, CM Punk versus Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, just shoot that shit into my veins. So you're voting for, you're voting for her if they do that angle and he goes to raw which i think he will you're voting for her to go to raw as well oh yeah wherever he goes she goes yeah that's I, okay. I'm, that's usually how wwe works they keep the married couples together i think aj lee coming into wwe uh right now would be very interesting with the current landscape of the women's division and she was mm -hmm. kind of an outlier because you kind of have these stars that are kind of like defined of those of the women's division in wwe throughout history like in the 2000s you had the trish and lita and then when they retired came in mickey james and Beth Phoenix and then a long period there was no identifying star of the women's division until AJ Lee came in and kind of just elevated herself was in the main event picture you know doing storylines with CM Punk with Daniel Bryan with Kane all these guys being the general manager doing segments with Bissick Man. Yeah. She was all involved and really kind of set the path for what the four horsewomen were able to do with the women's uh, women's division overall. So I think that AJ Lee coming in and interacting with your Bailey's, with your Charlotte Flair's, with your Bianca Belair's, with your Rhea Ripley's, Becky Lynch's, it's a very intriguing proposition. I don't know if that's something that she wants, though. Yeah. I, I think that it, that's what it all comes comes down to. And I don't think that just because punk is back means that she's going to walk through. Oh, no, no, no. This is strictly hypothetical. No, no. I'm so you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I'm going on the side of no, she's not going to come back. I, I want to see it. I, I, think, I think there's a better shot. And this is just me spitballing here because I I, I don't know her, what, what her goals are, or what she wants out of life. I think there's a better chance of maybe like a one-off, like doing a tag team. And that's why I said a, a tag team match, not, not as much pressure. Obviously she can come in and do a couple of high spots with Becky and they can have a stare down and they can do They can tell a story in the ring and it would be great. Absolutely. I just want to see her. I just want to see her on TV. If she shows up on TV one time, skips down to the ring, gets on the mic, maybe smiles at somebody. I'm a happy dude. Like that's all I really <laughs> need to see. I just want all I really want, honestly, is that one Royal Rumble appearance. Like even before CM Punk ever came back to wrestling, that's all anybody seemed to talk about. Like after the female Royal Rumble first came out, they were like, "Oh, wouldn't it be great if AJ Lee could come back for for one shot? Wouldn't it be? This is the year AJ Lee's going to come back. Maybe. See, this maybe is this is, this is great." Because here you have Punk back now. You get AJ Lee, and even if it's not, you know, man and woman tag team things, even if they're on the, the same uh, brand, it's going to be the family versus the family, so to say. Even if the four of them don't get in the ring at the same time, 
It's still going to be family versus family. And I think WWE would do great to play that, uh, to play that storyline here. Uh, one thing I will say that I have learned over the last two years, and it's, it's been such a cliche for a long time, but honestly, it, it never say never at, at this point, I never thought that Cody Rhodes would return to WWE, but here we are. I never thought that Edge would wrestle again, but here he is. Never thought Christian would wrestle again. Never thought Paige would wrestle again. Never thought Vince McMahon would sell WWE or Triple H would take over his head as creative. All of those things have happened, gentlemen. Never thought in a million years CM Punk would yeah. come back to WWE, but now he's home, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This is where he always belonged, as he said on Monday a couple weeks back there, SP3. So... Yeah, we could. We'll probably get AJ Lee at some point. At some point, I mean, probably so. Yeah, it, never say never. Let's talk about no, this. I, I think I think we we are going to see her emerge, and they're going to play that family gimmick up. It, I would it's love so it. hot to to have that whole thing because Rollins has been going on social media and on other programs talking about the. The word Bruno San Martino used to use all the time. He never used that. He'd never say, you know, I hate this this guy, Ken Patera. He'd always say, I have a lot of animosity against this Patera. And this is what the verbiage that Seth Rollins is using currently, that he doesn't hate AJ. He doesn't hate uh, um, him. He has a lot of animosity toward him. I think it'll be great. I yeah, really I do. And, and that's what I'm I'm hoping we get into this Seth Rollins thing sooner rather than later. And I think that's why it's the first one that's going to be up and is probably going to carry into WrestleMania season. And we'll dive into that. But you see Rollins going out there immediately uh, and, and talking with SI and and airing out all the, the personal laundry. Not all of it. He didn't get into a whole lot of details, but he definitely got into some details with SI. Sure. And uh, Punk alluded to a few things tonight. You know, Punk didn't even say his name tonight. Uh, no, he's holding that from Monday. I think. I think so, one hundred percent. Let's 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 dive into this this CM yeah, program. It kicked off hour number two. We'll jump around a lot tonight because, well, frankly, not a whole lot happened in that first hour. Uh, make sure to get your comments in, your questions in. If you have anything for for Bill, we'll be monitoring the chat and uh, just uh, yay. As uh, Amon yeah. Perry here, yeah, says, CM Punk promo tonight. If I can get the chat to work, holy crap, my button's not working. Ahmad Perry says that CM Punk promo was epic. I can't get it to pop up on the screen for some reason. So, hey, there we okay. go. Uh, you can also send in a super chat. That is, there it is. Hey, delayed, delayed. There we go. Uh, if, I thought, go, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to send in a super chat, that's also a guaranteed way to make sure that your comment gets read uh, on the air tonight. Uh, I wasn't sure where CM Punk was going with this promo after a while. It seemed to go on and on quite a bit. Uh, he mentioned a lot of names. Um, he was very friendly toward the audience, but after a while, it just seemed to be like, I don't know. I don't know how much time he did tonight, but I was just kind of looking as it, as uh, there was just a lot of talk. There weren't any points until, until he and Cody, which I loved that moment, were together in the dressing room since they haven't been together on camera since the AEW days. And Cody talked to Punk about, well, if you want Roman Reigns, you're going to have to win the Royal Rumble. So that, I think, you know, putting Cody and CM Punk 
declaring he hasn't yet to be in the Royal Rumble is going to really amp the Royal Rumble uh, feelings up here. It does for me. For yeah, sure. uh, th- this rumble for sure. And we'll, we'll dive into that feels uh, pretty wide open at this point. Uh, although maybe not, maybe it's down to two guys, but we'll, we'll what see. What did up. you think about his yeah. ring, his ring talk tonight? Yeah. Uh, look, so I, I personally loved this because right out of the bat here, SP three, he says, I'm not at the end of the show. I'm starting off the nine o'clock hour. My time ain't getting cut tonight. All right. He acknowledged the fact that People were expecting something a little bit different in his in his welcome home promo and, and necessarily wanted more of the spicy CM Punk, as he said tonight. So let me give you a little taste of that. And first things first, I love that he brought up Roman Reigns, like right off the bat, the guy who's not always there all the time. And he's taking little right. subtle jabs there and he's talking about the bloodline and shouting <laughs> out uh, Jay Uso and he's talking about Randy Orton. Then he's talking about Kevin Owens and then he puts the brakes and pumps up on Kevin Owens and maybe the, maybe we're too similar to work together. We can't be punching people backstage. It's 2023. Not a lot of people are comfortable working with somebody like that tonight. So, you know, it was, uh, he put a lot of people over. He mentioned a lot of people that he could work with tonight. He made a subtle little jab at some things that happened in AEW. It felt like he was crossing off the checklist of everything that people wanted for him to say on Monday night raw that he didn't get time to tonight. This felt more like a CM punk type promo. You could tell some things were a little scripted, but CM punk definitely went off the cuff here a little bit tonight. This was punk at, this is what we get. This is WWE CM punk SP three. We're not going to get, Totally unfiltered CM Punk like we would in AEW, but I thought this was much better. And he knew it, too, because yeah. he did the oh, whole it was much better. Definitely. Definitely. It was night and day because he had a purpose. He had a purpose of teasing who he was going to go against, whether it was Roman Reigns saying that he's the OG Heyman guy, whether it was Kevin Owens with the subtle jab at Brawl Out yeah. with reference to Kevin Owens' current character. So it played in very nicely and yeah. it just it was just so smooth and it didn't even feel like a jab and the crowd didn't react to it like a jab. I mean, that was the only that was the only bad nitpick I could say about the promo part is that the crowd didn't get the ooze that I expected them to get with that line there but other than that i think that he teased a whole bunch of matchups whether it was cody rhodes the bloodline randy orton la Knight. this is the promo that we wanted on monday this had a goal in mind you had a whole purpose a mission statement of him trying to go for the main event of wrestlemania it doesn't matter he never said roman reigns he was going after he said he was the main event of WrestleMania. So that can be against Seth Rollins. I like that. I like him teasing that he's going after the Royal Rumble. So he did a couple of different things. He teased all the uh, potential views that he can have. He teased the fact that his mission statement is to main event WrestleMania and to come back and finish his story. So this is the promo that we needed last Monday, but I'm glad we got it here. And then the rest of the night was just Triple H saying, hey, I'm going to tease every feud he could potentially have for the duration of his contract just in case he punches somebody backstage. You know what? You just mentioned uh, uh, the main event at WrestleMania, and I think that he against Seth Rollins, of course, the seeds are being laid for that very slowly and very well at this point, and I think that's going to... uh, pack the peacock 
um, uh, paper, you want to call it pay-per-view, whatever, but I think they're going to do incredible business with that as a main event. I really yeah. do. And and here's the thing, like they're going to have a lot of options for both. We, we, we pretty much know it's going to be Roman and Cody on night two, you know, barring any unforeseen circumstances, but there's, we know the main events of WrestleMania guys. Let's stop. Let's stop trying to say, Oh, they, oh, they have different options. It's it's guys. It's going to be Roman <laughs> Reigns versus Cody Rhodes on night two. It's going to be, I'm CM not sold Punk. On it's going to be, yet. it's going to be CM Punk versus Seth Rollins on night one. I will put money on it. I will put go on FanDuel right now and put a dollar on both of those bets. Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure that's going to be, the I mean, a dollar is not exactly could, putting your money where your mouth hey, is. SP3. Hey, I'll, I'll put, I'll, I'm, I'm just going to put a dollar. I don't bet too much. Uh, He's betting his payoff. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I know I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back a dollar. So that's pretty much fine with me. You're going to get back but, 12 cents. I think they're clearly the favorites, but the my point being is like there, there are, there are going to be angles. There are going to be matches that theoretically could be options. It's going to, no. it's going to, yes. Yeah, we've got, wait, we've got, four months. we've got four months left. You got, you me. have got like sorry, nine guys. You have nine. You, there's not going to be anything bigger than what Roman Reigns is doing and what CM Punk is doing. Those are the two biggest stars this company got right now. I'm right sorry now. to tell you that. I'm sorry right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch have one of the greatest feuds ever going into WrestleMania. It doesn't matter if Gunther is hotter than what he is right now. It does not matter. CM Punk's come back to main event WrestleMania. And Roman Reigns is going to main event WrestleMania. So that's your two spots, unless they're main event against each other. Oh, by the or or unless the uh, unless the um, the wives are main eventing night one. No, I, I, I don't see it. I just don't <laughs> I'm just see. It. I, no, I I just don't see Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley no, having a hot no, feud no. enough to eclipse no, no, AJ CM Lee. Punk right now. CM AJ Punk is Lee. red hot. CM Punk is red hot, and especially after this promo, I don't see how they're gonna not make him red hot going into WrestleMania. To be fair, Punk actually has to make it to April, so there there is that. That but. is true. That is true. <laughs> that might be that might be the only hope we have to not to me being wrong, guys. But no, I remember I like... CM Punk. CM Punk is a. If you really think about where this is happening in Philadelphia, CM Punk. I mean, so much of his career has been there, so it's a home, almost like a hometown guy. He's going to get the place is going to blow up. If, if 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 memory didn't I see? I think Rollins was almost kind of getting booed at some house shows too. Like I think this is going to be a very interesting build because I think there are going to be more people on CM Punk side than there are going to be on Seth Rollins side because this you have two babe two big time over baby faces. Sure, they were singing the song with CM Punk tonight, and that's that's a good sign for Seth Rollins. But as Dutch has talked about in the past, you're going to put. White hot baby face versus white hot baby face. You're going to make your audience choose. You're going to split them up. It's going to be interesting to see. Is it a 50-50 crowd? Is it a 60-40 crowd? God forbid, is it a 75-25 crowd? Are you going to have Whoa. to turn one of these two dudes heel? Like The build for this is going to be very, very interesting. And it's going to be incredible because it's based off of real life hatred and jealousy and uh, bitterness and, and all this stuff that Seth Rollins is already teasing in his SI uh, interview. Like it, it's going to just absolutely pop whenever it does happen. It's gotta be that. Yeah. And it's like, I've, I've seen people talk about, well, they could do this match at the Royal rumble. Hell no, you don't do this match in Royal rumble. 
You do this match at WrestleMania. You've got so much story to tell. You don't need to rush this some bitch and do the WWE thing where these guys wrestle three times during WrestleMania season. No, 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 no. You lead up to WrestleMania and mm -hmm. you do that. The interesting thing is, how do we get there? How does Cody get to Roman? How does Punk get to Rollins? And I think it comes down to, as it was alluded to in this backstage segment, the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. Interesting was the word that Cody used here, Bill. Could you imagine Tropicana Field, Tampa, Florida, all of a sudden we get down to the final two competitors in the Royal Rumble, and it is CM Punk, and it is Cody Rhodes. That's what I'm envisioning, definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard to to pick who's going to uh, uh, who's going to go over in that particular match. I mean, if the fans were picking it right now, right now, it's hard. To, if it was tonight, might might be CM Punk. However, we don't know how they're moving Cody along. And remember, now there's an asterisk here. Somebody that's on the same level as them. And what if he? wins the royal rumble what if it's randy orton he's hot as hell right now i think orton's facing roman at the rumble he's not going to be yeah in, he's in not going to rumble match that's what it seems well, like no i'm, I'm sorry i was, like talk, I was talking wrestlemania i was talking wrestlemania not the rumble yeah uh and, yeah, and that, that, right. that's what that's what I was alluding to before, you know, you know, SP3 declared what the, the, the main events were. And I, I don't disagree with with SP3. I do believe that those will end up being the, the night one and night two main I'll events. Many of those are the heavy favorites at this point. We'll see how the builds go and what ends up being the actual case. Um, you know, it doesn't happen until it happens. But WWE is in a spot right now where you have got. L.A. Knight, who is still massively over. Randy Orton is Red Hotson's coming back. You still have Kevin Owens, who's over. You still have Sami Zayn, who's over. You have Cody Rhodes, who is over. You have Jay Uso, uh, who is getting just as many pops as they. You have five, six, seven, eight over baby faces who are all going to be fighting for spots and major storylines and big time programs heading into WrestleMania. It's a great problem to have. But some of these dudes are going to end up in, in random tag matches. <laughs> like, what I will tell you, I will tell you my feeling here for Randy Orton. We keep wondering who's the guy that's going to beat Gunther for the title. He's the guy. Mm. Mm. He's the guy. I mean, Gunther needs a big time match. Like, I think it would be a disservice to him and this run that he's been on if he gets thrown in the. WrestleMania leftover. Here's an IC title ladder match. You know what I'm saying? No, no, like, no, no. I'm talking about Randy Orton gets that. I, gets I know that. that's what I'm. I'm agreeing with you. Is yeah. what I'm saying is like if Gunther needs a big time match, and if it's with a guy like Randy Orton, a guy who because I mean Gunther's big thing is he's he's out of competitors, right? He's out of competitors. Yeah. He's out of challengers. Nobody's on his level. The problem is they're two and they're on two different brands now. So not that that's a really big deal. Come WrestleMania, they season. can do it. Yeah, you, you just put Randy Orton on SmackDown so he could feud with Roman Reigns. After that, you know, anything can work out. Who knows? Maybe Randy Orton will RKO uh Nick Aldis 14 times and Aldis will trade his ass over to Raw. I mean, no, we're getting we're getting Aldis versus Orton at, at WrestleMania, man. Sign, sign me up for that. It's, it's going <laughs> down. I'm getting I, Nick Aldis Aldis. Getting, paid, getting that WrestleMania no. payday. Of all no, the backstage Aldis. segments tonight, by the way, guys, Aldis the one I love most. The one I love most is when Orton gave Aldis a check for a hundred thousand dollars, and he's like, 
Randy, the fine was only for 50. Oh, that's for next time. Like right. this college shot, like I'm going to do it again. So I might as well just pay you up front. It has to be Aldis versus Pierce in the entertainment match of the night, so to say. Because they were both, they both can still work really well. Can't be any worse than Snoop versus Miz at WrestleMania. That's what I'll say. I mean, we, I, I, I know all this can work. I don't know about Pierce. I haven't seen. Oh Pierce God, I saw Pierce forever years. in the Indies. I, I know, I saw him too. I saw him in Ring of Honor for years. No, no, he can, that was a, he can, that was two decades ago. That he, was in the he, in the aughts. We in the twenties. <laughs> we me. in the twenties. That was in the eighteen hundreds, as the kids like to say. I haven't seen him wrestle. I haven't seen him wrestle since Nexus was a top in go. WWE. That's the last time I saw him wrestle. Yeah. That's the match. Last time they was going to give him a match, they replaced him. Like after a week, they said he was in a match with Roman Reigns, and then they replaced him because they didn't want to put well, him in the ring. Right, I'm, but they I'm will saying, against I'm Nick Aldis versus Randy Orton. If you want to have an NWA style matchup in WWE. That's the two guys to put in there. Randy nah. Orton would love to work with Nick Aldis. Uh, Kevin low. says, Kevin says we need Too Brock Lesnar versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. I'd agree with you. I don't know if Brock Lesnar's coming back to wrestle for the IC title. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know if he's doing that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he's gonna be doing that. He'd rather he'd rather be moose hunting than fighting for the IC title. Like that'd be have to be a hell of a I want to see, I want to see Gunther against someone who's a good technical wrestler like he is and randy orton can do can do both he can brawl and he can wrestle technically to me he is the perfect opponent for gunther my opinion i i would i would be 100 down with that uh jeff asking uh when is jade cargill going to make her debut as triple h said whenever the hell she's ready like honestly, yeah. whenever she's ready to go, like they they introduced her, they they did a a, a soft open, uh, let's call it with her, kind of an introduction, get people intrigued, which I thought was really really smart. Uh, put her on NXT TV a lot. I I think she's going to show up in NXT at this point. Um, clearly they feel like she still needs a little bit of development, and that's not a bad thing. They want to make sure that she is rumble. Rumble. She, I think she definitely is going to be in the Royal Rumble. I think that Thank would be you. a great spot for her. It's look, it's a battle royal. You don't need to put on some kind of technical style masterpiece. You can get her over by having a dominant performance where she's just have her go out there and eliminate ten women, you know, and set and set the women's elimination uh, record. Have her eliminate she's got, she's Nia Jax it. by herself, right? Like have her go out there and do win. some really impressive stuff. She's got to win. Oh, I don't know about winning it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No, I don't think they're going to put her in there. I don't think they're going to put her in there to get a wrestling debut and not come out the winner. If she's in the Royal Rumble, somehow they've they've got to put her over as the winner. The the thing and I will I put her in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. The, the yeah. thing that the thing that I'll I'll disagree with you, Bill. It's not anybody can get thrown over the top rope, right? Like it's not that big of a deal to it's it's not like you're burying somebody unless you're like pulling a Santino, right? Uh, even people thought Chelsea Green was getting buried the way she got eliminated from the Royal Rumble, and she's turned yeah. into a spectacular yeah. character. Um, Jade Cargill getting tossed over the top rope by somebody like a Becky Lynch, somebody who's like a a wise veteran who just out outsmarts her because she's got more experience. There's nothing wrong with that. And it also sets up a few down the line. I don't see that. I see if anytime Jade Cargill 
makes her debut, it's going to be a spectacular win. And then it shouldn't be at the Royal Rumble. That's for sure. Might not be at the Rumble. Yeah. But don't say that I didn't predict it if she's in the Rumble that she's going to wind up at the end. Oh, she might be wind up at the end. She ain't winning, though. I'm talking about winning. She'll yeah. finish second. Who finished the first? Oh, I, I think Becky's winning this year. I think Becky's winning. This no, year. no, yep. no, no, no. Uh, what'd you guys think of Homer? He's a Becky Lynch fan, ladies and gentlemen. Obvious. I, obvious. I mean, I mean, I mean, it has been obvious for like 12 months. I've been saying it for 12 months that Becky Lynch is facing Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. So it's 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 not that much that he's being a homer, but he's just reading the tea leaves that WWE has been that, knocking us over the head with for a year. Yeah. The the fa the face-to-face -face interactions, the the subtle little haze, this, that, and the other thing. She says, I got some fights coming up. Becky's just tuning herself up. She's like, I'll, I'll let oh. me take care of Nia Jax here. Let me get into Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Rhea, there's two people that are over on the women's roster on Raw. Rhea Ripley's been feuding with everybody else but the other over woman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's Wait, a much, Wait a minute. That's pretty much I'm gonna it. Settle this. I'm going to settle this. The day after the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch wins. Are is there going to be a big buzz in the business? No, it'll be Becky won. Jade Cargill wins. It's going to be like, oh my God, look, this was spectacular. Even if it's not spectacular, it's the new kid on the block, and it's a new feeling, and it's a new year. That's but, what I'm saying. But Bill, this is the something that I always tell Rick when he comes up with when he thinks he has a good idea, and I always ask the same question. I'm going to ask you. And then what? And then she has a match with Rhea Ripley and doesn't look good. And then she has a matchup with EO Sky and EO Sky has a carrier. Like she might look Tri good. Triple H went on a press conference and said she wasn't ready. So you're telling me that yeah. like a month and a half later, she's ready to be in the main event of WrestleMania? That seems like a far reach. Okay, wait a minute. It might not mean that she's not ready in terms of what she's doing in the ring, it might mean that she's not ready in terms of the package that they're trying to make out of her. That's what I'm thinking. Well, she was already a finished package. The thing that yeah. she had to work on is the in-ring. That's that. I think that's what, that was the question that he was asking. He said, she's not ready yet. That was in, it's the in-ring. It's not the package. It's the in-ring. Well, they, everything needs to be right. And is there a chance by the Royal Rumble? It might be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, I mean, it's, what December eighth and six the Royal weeks, Rumble yeah. is yeah six eight weeks yeah yeah six six yeah. to eight weeks so we'll see she's she's reportedly at the the PC three 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 some odd days a week maybe more yeah. at this point just getting her reps in one so. to three that's what I read I read oh, okay. one to three done she get okay. she get, she got paid to be there like one day a week. Yo, Jay Cargill, no, businesswoman no. of the year. I know she that got, she going she going to the Big Twelve Championship game. She's standing up there with the Undertaker handing out title belts, talking to Nelly. Yeah. They want her to be seen. She, she's living the life. I respect it, sister. Yeah, she's living the life right now. What do we think about our main event tonight here, guys? It was LA Knight and Randy Orton uh, versus two members of the Bloodline. Roman Reigns coming back next week. Thank God. Um, I thought this was a, a fun match. Obviously, both LA and Randy are massively over. 
I liked how this was kind of a, uh, not to be crude here, but a bit of a dick measuring contest between Randy Orton and L.A. Knight in this matchup tonight. They kept trying to tag each other in and out, and uh, L.A. Knight's going for the, uh, the the BFT at the end of it, and Orton's like, nah, 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 son, this is mine, and he t- steals away Jimmy Uso from him and gives him the RKO to pick up the win. It was a fun SmackDown tag team match of can these guys coexist? But at the end of the day, the baby faces got their hands raised. And the Did you not notice on. that at the beginning? At the beginning, L.A. Knight came out first to the L.A. Knight. When Randy came out and L.A. Knight was staring at him, Randy made sure very carefully that he went up to that top rope like he always does. But it took him a little longer tonight. It's almost like now I'm here. Let's show everybody what the cheers are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I enjoyed this tonight. I thought they, I, I love how Orton, by the way, came back. I didn't even know who this dude was until last week. Like just pulling yeah. the Brock Lesnar. Like you think I watched the program? I had no idea who the hell this guy was. SP3. Yeah. I love it. He's like, now you're making me tag with the guy. What the hell's up with that? Then we get that nice little interaction with him backstage after CM Punk shows up, says, hey, good, good luck tonight, boys. Again, a nice little subtle tease. And then Orton's like, you ready for tonight? Yeah. Out to the ring. Triple H when I'm CM Punk, you jump in this segment. You jump in this segment. <laughs> it was like it was crazy. He went backstage. He goes in, goes to the bloodline door. He's about to knock on it. He decides not to. He runs into Kevin Owens and he has a little interaction with Owens where he asks him, Do you know where the Nick Aldis's office is at? And all and KO says, Nope. And then walks away. So a little interaction there. And then he's yep. in all this office. He's talking to all this. He gives him the paperwork to look over if he wants to go to SmackDown. And then Cody Rhodes come in. Like we said before, they do the little handshake, oh, talk about I the Royal Rumble. And then finally yeah. he does that thing with Randy Orton. I was like, yo, that's four feuds. You done teased on this show. I was like, yo, Triple H, I respect it. I respect him saying, yeah. I'm going to tease everything just in case. And I, I felt this was more like, well, we know he's signing on Raw, so if I'm going to use him on SmackDown, I'm going to use him in five or six segments and really just make sure we fill him up on his one appearance on my, on, on See, what we're doing, we're doing what the fan is doing right now. The fan watched SmackDown, and they're thinking, well, who's he going to feud with? Who's he going to? That's what we're doing here. So this is really good TV. This is really good wrestling TV because it's making the fans and the people in the media like us, it's making us think. It's great. You, you know what else I loved about this SP3? Is the fact that the audience played right into CM Punk's hand tonight. Like they were cheering for him to definitely sign with SmackDown. Like Monday Night Raw ain't going to come to their town in the near future. Like like there's some actual like, st- audience, did, audience did, stakes in this. When did they become like this was like an FBA NFL <laughs> team. I was like, when did they become like the SmackDown homers? Just supposed to be on SmackDown. Now we're cheering for him to go to. I was like, what does it matter? I was like, Raw, you can get Raw and SmackDown on both of your TVs. You, they're going to come to your town. Raw will be here next. And then you can cheer for him on Raw. It'll be fine. You'll ain't nobody, fine. ain't nobody sitting in the crowd like Rob Lowe wearing an NFL hat that says SmackDown on it. Like, ain't nobody you, pulling that shit off. You, you would have thought Raw was the Navy. <laughs> like it was, they were <laughs> like it was Army. That, that's a good. That, that's a good. By the way, going back to another part of uh, SmackDown tonight, did you notice what Charlotte Flair was not wearing? What was she doing? Um, that that outfit was quite revealing tonight. Usually is with yeah. with her. You see more so though. She seemed to have more of that uh, Amazon look tonight than she has 
What did you think of uh, of her match? Yeah, I was going to move to that next. Um, we did get Oscar versus Charlotte tonight, and it was okay. Uh, it was a it was a it was a TV match. Anything that happens in this match, though, was, was marred by the end when Charlotte unfortunately got injured. Um, I had to go back and I'm like, when when did this go down? Because she actually got hurt twice, I think, in this match because we were coming back from commercial break and they were talking about a slip spot that we didn't see. And she was kind of like. Checking on her jaw and making sure it looked like maybe she was bleeding there a little bit. And then she gets Oscar in the corner and she goes to do the whip spot and then she immediately goes down, you know, like she twisted something and she was holding on the knee and it was it's always a scary spot bill when you can't put any weight on it initially and the match ended very abruptly after that bailey came down she caused the distraction the rest of damage control was run off by all the ladies in the smackdown locker room which i actually liked and i liked that commentary brought up the fact that uh michin and and zelina vega got laid out because i completely forgot about that and i'm like why the hell do they care where where did they come from so shout out to michael cole for reminding me that their their asses got taken out by damage control and i'm like oh yeah they do have an axe to grind there we go this makes some damn sense but did you notice part- after, the, after the commercial when they came back you could see charlotte both of them were down and charles robinson was chatting with her probably asking her you know are you all right etc um and it just uh i'd hate to see her hurt like that you know there's such a history of charles robinson and charlotte's father rick flair it's so unusual for me to see them the daughter and charles robinson H. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely um yeah did you I'm notice at- by the way they took his woo and since he's been with aew they took his woo out of the intro they should have it's just gone. replaced it with Charlotte's and called it a day. Like, you know, they could have, but maybe they don't want to. I don't know. Uh, they, they, who knows? Hey, they said Ric Flair on commentary tonight. So yeah, there's still some love there. But yeah. uh, regardless, I, I, I went back. It was still there, though. But uh, yeah, uh, regardless, I, I went didn't back. catch that. Wait, where was that? I didn't catch that. Uh, what the what Rick Flair being or, mentioned? Or the oh, yeah. oh, Rick Flair was mentioned during the main event. Uh, Michael Cole said that uh, Randy Orton has only two men have more world championship wins than Randy Orton, and it was John Cena oh, okay. and Rick Flair. So um, yeah, but I went back in this, and I'm 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 looking because I saw the same thing that you were talking about, Bill, with Charles Robinson checking on Charlotte. I think that was at the after the the slip spot that we didn't see on TV. I rewound mm-hmm. it. I was like, did she hurt herself on the moonsault off the top rope because she? She kind of misfired on that, and there was a bit of a stress, but she seemed okay there. It was definitely that spot where she whipped Charlotte in the corner. She was unable to put weight on it. SP3, I'm wondering, because it didn't make a whole lot of sense for Asuka to win this match because they were touting Charlotte as having the same goal as Bianca of having to go through damage control to get a shot at EO. I was not ex- I was expecting Bailey to screw up again. I was expecting Asuka to win this matchup. Me too. But Charlotte gets hurt. She can barely move. Oscar picks up the win. And I did like Bailey at the end saying, I did that. That was me, like, puffing out her chest. Like, I did something right. Y'all can't be mad at me no more. Uh, so there was some stuff to like here. But, yeah, scary situation because Charlotte had to be helped to the back afterwards. So hopefully, uh, as Will sends in a super chat, we do appreciate that. Yeah, I do hope hope Charlotte is okay because uh, yeah. we all do. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was scary when she couldn't like put any weight on it. And you saw her right at the end that she just like got up to do the final uh spot with uh, Bailey and then basically had to do the Owen Hart back bump uh into the yep. roll up from SummerSlam ninety seven mm-hmm. when Austin broke his neck. That was basically what Charlotte had to do because she her knee was basically she couldn't put any weight on it. So it was sad to see that, but Honestly, I thought this was that was going to be the finish to begin with. I was like, you can't have Bailey once again mess up because then what are you going to do? You literally have to have damage control turn on her because she's messed up now three times in a row. So you needed this to actually have a story of ups and downs, not one thread line story of Bailey's a mess up. Bailey's a mess up. Bailey's a mess up. Then I'm then my question next week would have been, why is damage control not kicking her out? Like, she's messed up this many times. Now it's an actual interesting story of how does damage control respond to Bailey is the reason why you got to win this week. How do you respond to that? How do you treat her differently, or are they going to still treat her the same? No, you're right. I I, I disagree, though, in the fact that it hasn't been clear Bailey mess-ups. Like, last week when when Kyrie lost, it's because Kyrie's dumbass. They they treated her like she was the mess-up. That's right. so That's if, if she's if she's still messing, it makes it more interesting for next week if she didn't mess up this week. If she did the right thing and then they still treat her that way next week, then it's like, okay, as the fans, you're like, oh, I feel bad for Bailey, which right. is the whole purpose of this whole story is to turn Bailey babyface. So this is why I think that's this was the right move. And that's why I thought from the very beginning, Bailey had to be the reason why she got the win this week to make the story interesting next week. Cause if she messed up this week, again, my question next week would have been, so why did what, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah, what kick happened? Her to the curve. Kick it to the curb at this right. point. Like you, you treated her like she don't, she messed up again. Not nah, kick it to the curb. Now it's interesting next week. Yeah, no, if they still treat her like crap, then I, my theory of it's going to be Bailey that says, screw you guys and she's going to turn on the rest of damage control to make the baby face turn it was actually going to come uh to fruition uh revamped uh, wrestling saying no aj styles tonight that sucked aj styles was rumored as supposed to come back tonight then he wasn't coming back tonight i do believe it was fightful select who reported its creative decision on aj styles to keep him away right now because where do you fit him because AJ Styles, if he's coming back, he's got to come back and have beef with the bloodline. And right now, yeah, you've got Randy yeah. Orton and LA Knight who are beefing with the bloodline. So how do you bring, how do you bring AJ Styles back right now? We're trying to get two AJs back at the same time. This is amazing. Yeah, one's under contract though. If AJ hey, Styles came back, he was, he's Styles just chilling. Back, he's supposed to get a world title match, and then he got taken out. Yeah, but if out. AJ Styles comes back at the let's say next week, who's he going against? And there's everybody I, I don't think like, he comes back until the Rumble at this point. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, you got to do that either the Rumble or the New Year. <laughs> I think nice the Rumble. Nice good. shout out for you here, SP3. Thunder Rosa wins the Royal Rumble, right? Right? Ooh. Hell yeah! Leave, Ooh. leave Tony Khan and come, come to Paul Levesque. He care about the ladies. Ooh. All right, gentlemen, we uh, real quick here because we're almost out of time. <clears throat> we had our two matches in hour number one tonight. Uh, the first round matchups of the United oh, boy, I'm States. If you, I'm tic-tacking. So gotcha. A, Bill. My contract has me getting a three-minute tic-tac break. So. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's not an official sponsor yet, by the way, but tic-tacs, if you're wanting to, to sponsor them, we'll take your money. All right. Fruit adventure. Uh, 
Yes. So we get two matches. The opening round matches up for the United States title tournament to determine a number one contender for Logan Paul. Uh, we get Santos Escobar defeating Dragon Lee tonight. This one was weird for me here, guys. Uh, another good match between these guys. It was fine. The ending felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. It felt a little rushed, yeah. and it was really weird to have Dragon Lee kind of lose clean as a sheet right before he faces Dominic Mysterio at deadline tomorrow night. So this was this was a little weird, SP3, a little weird. Yeah, I was like, way to sell the that uh, NXT pay-per-view tomorrow. The guy that's the number one contender just lost clean as a sheet again. That was the same finish we got at Survivor yeah. Series. Yeah. I was like, y'all were pushing him three weeks ago. He was winning and having showcase cruiserweight-style matches on the show, and now he loses twice to Santos Escobar down the line. And then if if he loses on Saturday, it's like, why did you even put well, him that's in how, I think people are going to expect him to lose, and he's going to win. Yeah, I know he's going to win. He has to yeah. win. What's the reason of putting him in the match if he's not winning? I was going to say, like, you got to get that NXT title, the, the, the North American Championship, off of Dominic because the whole creative storyline has been cursed since they put that damn title on him. Mustafa Ali was supposed to win the damn thing, according to Sean Ross at Fightful.com. Then he gets let go uh, by the higher-ups, and they're like, well, shit, can't do that now. They put it on Trick Williams for, like, what, eight seconds, and then they put it back on Dominic, and then he's supposed to lose it to Wes Lee this weekend, again, according to uh, Fightful Select, and then Wes, unfortunately, Which is they're, not always, right. I, I, they're not always right. You they're not always right. They're not always right, but, yeah, right. it just... Right. It seemed like that was going to be the, uh, the the spot there, and unfortunately, again, Wesley's another one, man. It's like that was heartbreaking uh, watching him on Tuesday. So we wish him a speedy recovery, and hopefully, he gets back. Absolutely. But I did think that this was this was very very weird tonight. I'm almost wondering if there was supposed to be more of a distraction, Bill, because like right before Dragon Lee got you know uh, the the Phantom Driver, he went up to the top rope. There was like a slight exchange with Dominic. But it wasn't like yes. overly sold, like it Too cost slight. a whole lot of time. So I'm wondering Too if they slight. needed to sell that more to mm -hmm. make the distraction. It, again, the whole thing, I was expecting Dragon Lee to kick out. And when he didn't, I'm like, the fuck was that? Like, literally, that was the same inflection and everything. That's exactly what I said. I was like, that's a weird finish, boy. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. He better win tomorrow. Well, the then next one, why bring Karrion Cross back? Just to do a job, I, 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 because he's um sorry to say this, guys, and I like Karrion Cross, but he's a jobber. He's a yeah, jobber but on this, I on this him, roster. I on this roster, well, he is. I knew him well. I knew him well in the Indies, and he had a different look. Oh yeah, the, the bald head I looked liked, much better. Right, I, I, I thought he was like frightening to the kids and all this. What they've done with his character, etc. I mean, if you see the opening, it's, you know, with the, the bat coming out and everything, it's a really compelling opening. But from the beginning, from the beginning, they just kept jobbing him out. And I just never really understood it. It looked like he could have been a really good bad guy. And they didn't, they didn't. So tonight he was brought in after a long time of not being on uh, main roster and just doing a job. I, I think Karen Cross is a spectacular performer. I, I like what he is able to bring from a character perspective, whatever his character is. He definitely has a style and it's my kind of style, but they, whether he's a heel or whether he is a, a baby face, 
they in WWE they have not found a way to get the audience interested in him. Um, they, they, they've never tried him as a babyface. Yeah. Right. I think I think right. that might be the thing that maybe they should try. At this point, they they've done tried everything. They came back, ladies and gentlemen, about 16 months ago in an angle that involved Drew McIntyre, who is now the most interesting person on Monday Night Raw, and oh yeah, the biggest star in the company, Roman Reigns. That's how he came mm-hmm. back to the company last year, yep. and now he's in this position. Like, and I'm not, and I'm not calling him a jobber, like saying like he, oh, that's how he is positioned, or that's what he is. he's a former, he's a former NXT champion. He was, yeah. he was looking like he was going to be an Impact World Champion before he signed with WWE. This man is talented in the ring. He could do MMA yep. style. He could do submission style. He could be a big man, monster heel. He did that so well in NXT, but it just seems like. Whether it was Vince McMahon putting a mask on him when he came up to the main roster or Triple H having him come back and putting him in a main event position and that not working and then gradually taking him down the card over the last 16 months, it just seems like WWE and him is not meshing too well. Yeah, they don't believe in him. Are you kidding me? Gradually going down the card, he went from Drew McIntyre to Mad Cat Moss in like two weeks. Well, that was when they were pushing Mad Cat, though. Oh, so that's gradual. That's gradual. <laughs> down the go- then he got, then he did, they literally, they had the guest commentator, the guy from college football who said, who said on commentary, the one thing I remember he said, he said, carrying Cross, I haven't seen him since like August. <laughs> I was like, yo, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, but I hate to see him in that. I hate to see him in that, in that position. Oh, man, it, it's, it, honestly, you know what? He really has never recovered from the Adam Cole promo in NXT. Yeah, yes, right. He's right. never recovered from the... It's like everybody heard that Adam Cole promo and went, oh, damn, he's right. And that's it. And, like, he's never gotten a reaction since then. And it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I'm with you. And here's the other thing. He's a good dude. Like, he's a really nice guy. I want the best for this man. I want to see him succeed. So yeah, I'm Bill. I'm with you. For him to come back and lose in a match to Bobby Lashley, like I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Bill, as soon as they came into the ring, you knew that Lashley, with his um, military background, in front of the oh yeah troops there. And by the way, thank you to everyone and that is taking care of us with uh, and guarding and making sure that we stay okay tribute to the troops we all salute you um yeah we do need more scarlet we could have more but my i think my wife would be upset if she came here uh benjamin asking where we'll see him punk sign he's signing on raw he's one i agree yeah one one million percent although i do appreciate him saying tonight though i'm gonna have a call with the heartbreak kid and talk about nxt like cm punk signing on nxt come the hell on wouldn't that be well if they if they need a flagship name to bring that now that they're contemplating you know going all different parts of the world nxt they would need that one guy that would draw those crowds and he would be a hell of a flagship performer for that brand to take it up a lot of notches. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe we'll get CM Punk and Ilya Dragunov at Stand and Deliver for the NXT Championship. That could be a possibility. Uh, John Ross saying Sasha Banks wins 
the Royal Rumble. I like that. Again, I, I would love I love that. Honestly, if it's not Becky, it needs to be Sasha or Bailey, uh, in my personal Or Jade. Opinion. Or Jade. I'm not giving up on that. <laughs> I'm not giving up on it. He, he go look, you are, Bill. You're a legend. I'm, I I hate to like disagree with you or anything. No, it's I, okay. I think, I think it's too it's soon. Okay. I think it's too soon. Well, maybe, maybe. And I don't. I, I, I think you can put her over by having her dominate the field and then getting outsmart by a Foxy veteran. I think that's just. How we're yeah, but something could happen. There could be some screw up in the Royal Rumble where toward the the last two ladies or something whatever the last three and two of them get eliminated and she's like it's me i'm here i'm winning oh my god that was such a lana finish you remember when lana was the sole survivor of right right survivor series because the worst survivor series matches all she did all she did was stand on the ring steps and she was the sole survivor oh my god she's an old aew now and uh, jade has just come from yeah but she's a manager and she's killing it even though her client is probably going to be in wwe within the next like four months uh bill what's going on where can people find your stuff well, um, they can find me at After One Wrestling on Twitter X um, and right here on WrestleBinge. And I'll have some news in the next week or two of some Ooh. things that are coming up. A lot of bookings coming up in 2024 that I'm looking forward to. Nice. SP3. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. I'll be live tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, the True Hill Heat flagship podcast. Myself and a couple of special guests will be joining me to talk about this week in professional wrestling. So join me live for that. Subscribe over there as well and show your support. Appreciate that. And thank you all I for like, joining us tonight. I like how you say you're going to be live at 11 11- o'clock tomorrow are you like dead up until then or i'm gonna be live back from the I, dead alive on the youtubes alive on the air if you will i mean he's gonna he's got young kids he's gonna get all like two hours of sleep tonight so he's gonna yeah, be right. as dead as a live person can be uh i know how that is i mean i gotta get up early and take my kids to go see santa so you know hey we do what we do. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it, at Rick Uccino there. That's the one-stop shop for all my work, whether it's over on uh, cagesideseats.com, uh, Monday Gorilla Position uh, will come out. I will probably be talking about CM Punk for the third week in a row. Uh, I promise it is not a CM Punk column, but, uh, hey, he's the man who's in the news right now. Or you can follow my work if you're a baseball fan, specifically a Cincinnati Reds baseball fan, uh, Inside the Reds, uh, Sports Illustrated. I got an interview coming out next week uh, with former Reds catcher Devin Mezzarocco catching up on uh, his career, pun intended, he was a catcher, uh, and seeing what he's doing at the University of Pitt right now. So you can follow me there, and we got all that good stuff coming out. Uh, next week. Appreciate you guys. Uh, might be the three Appreciate of us. You two having me back again. Yes. Very yes. We so. might, we might Very go much. for three in a row. We'll see. We'll have to play it by ear. Uh, well, Dutch. yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We love we you. Dutch. Yes. We yes. Do. We do. We miss the stash here on, uh, on smack talk for sure. I mean, I can do it. There we go. I can't, I can't do it. I'm, um, I'm holding this down. I'm yeah. holding this down as, as great as this is. It doesn't compare my to Jake it. Roberts stash here. There we go. There it is. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. See you at the.